Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz with you here this morning. Rev Z hanging in. And we are a couple of ministers talking shit. Today is episode number 19. And we've got a great show for you today, folks. We're talking about prayer, the pill, and engagement, or PPE. I, I trust you see what we're doing there. So uh, this is... It's conversation Z and I have been having for a little while now, kind of getting into the groove of, of this thing and getting into where we are. And what we're talking about is the pandemic, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, the plague, revisited. Interesting. I've been on a website looking at the, the 10 plagues of Europe lately, and uh, of Egypt, excuse me, the 10 plagues of Egypt. It, uh, man, I don't want to talk about where we are in that process, but uh, <laughs> but we do want to talk about this idea of prayer. The and when we when we look at prayer, what we really mean is your spiritual approach to life, and then the pill, which is our health and our well being, where we are in the health and well being in things and in, in how we're doing things, right, and then the engagement is a sense of uh, an experience of transparent action. So we're going to do our best to keep to those three topics here this morning. But you know us. We can go anywhere we want. And do. So, uh, Z, why don't you kick us off? Give, us a, give everybody a little background, your perspective of this PPE concept. Sure, sure. You know, I, as you said earlier, man, PPE is, is, a, is, a, is a worldwide phenomenon right now as we, as we look at uh, how that's been used or not used and talked about as a first line of defense for all of our frontline workers. And so right now, as we move forward into uh, the, 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 the normal, if you will, activities of life after being in quarantine for six months and trying to get kids back to school and so forth and so on, we need to send our kids out with a PPE so they can be protected and ourselves if we're going back to work so we can be protected from the environment and the harshness of this uh, pandemic if we are not careful. And so this PPE approach of having a spiritual practice and, and a sense of well-being and a way of engaging ourselves, our families, our friends, and that circle just keeps going so that we can move back to some semblance of life. And, and the PPE is just a great metaphor, if you will, for what we need to do to safely and consciously and lovingly open things back up. Exactly. Okay. So first step is prayer or yeah. our spiritual approach. Now, Rev Z and I were ministers with Centers for Spiritual Living. We serve the uh, the vision, uh, a world vision, uh, the global vision, if you will, it, what it's called. And we serve these things in a way that we're dedicated 
primarily on that first P, on your spiritual practices, on your spiritual awareness, on your spiritual approach to life. And uh, I think that what I love and what makes religious science, science of mind, new thought really unique in the world is we're all about the positivity of it. We're all about casting a, a vision and affirming life is good yes. rather than wallowing in uh, in maybe what's not so good. And that takes a, a bit of work, doesn't it, Z? Yes, sir, it does, because it, it you know, oftentimes people think about, especially in the new thought medium, if you will, they think of people who are in this bliss statement and, you know, flowers and, you know, and, and, and that's, that's a goal to get to that kind of nirvana state or that paradise state. But the true practitioners understand that, that life is an ebb and flow. And so there are high points and low points. And so what the new thought spiritual approach does, it gives you a way to set a, a baseline of where you should operate from. And so we use these spiritual practices to either bring us back up to the baseline or raise us above that baseline so we can get more inspiration and more insight. And part of that comes from having a sense of meaning and purpose in life, is which is what spiritual practices, especially in New Thought says, you are here by divine appointment and you are a change agent for God. And so while we start with that, we can deal with all of the ups and downs, just like Jonah in the well, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, and thank you, because Reverend Elzia brings an important term into our conversation that I want you to kind of earmark and listen for later. And that's change agent. We're going to talk. We're going to bring that back into the conversation a little later uh, as it's appropriate. So, all right. So we've got a spiritual approach and also part of what we teach is, right, as long as your approach isn't hurting anybody. I doesn't matter what it is. If you're not into prayer, hey, that's cool. If you're not into meditation, that's cool. If you're not into journaling, that's cool. Uh, I trust you are into something. <laughs> and, and if not, well, then let's do something. However, <laughs> um, many new thought or new, let's say sometimes new age, sometimes new thought people, but people misinterpret this philosophy in many ways. And one of them is that we don't believe in doctors and we don't go to doctors. And that's specifically why we wanted to put this piece in, in today, the pill. It's not so much about taking a pill. It's representative of the fact that we have to have a balanced approach to our physical health and our well-being. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. And right, if you're experiencing the symptoms of COVID, well, a couple extra cups of echinacea tea or whatever it might be isn't going to do it for you. At that point, you have got to get your hands yourself into the hands of a professional who has spent decades perfecting their art on how to help the body temple, how to work with you in that physical well-being, the physical health. However, right, we've been chatting, Z, strengthening our immune system, uh, doesn't happen overnight, but is important. Yes. Being conscious that we're exercising, that we're practicing yoga or whatever it might be is equally important. So how do, how do, uh, how would you suggest we integrate some of this 
into our daily practices? Well, you know, you know, like you said, I think if we 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 start with just you know uh, some of the some of the old time sayings, if you will, you know, there was one that says, "Early to bed and early to wise, er, early to bed and early to rise make a man healthy, wealthy, and wise, or a woman, for that matter, or a child, or anybody." And so, so getting proper rest is really what that means. Not overtaxing, because we know that if you're not getting enough rest you are taxing the immune system because it the body remember is on a natural cycle and so it has these cycles within itself that needs to recharge and reverberate through the body and if we don't get the proper sleep if we're not eating properly if we're not <clears throat> exercising properly if we're not hugging and loving properly we know that when you hug and and have those kind of activities the chemical elements of the body perks up so these kind of these are just the basic things, right? But we know, as you said, we need to drink more water to keep the system flush. Our bodies are seventy percent plus water. If we don't have enough in there, it's going to clog everything up. And exercise will keep it flowing and sweating. So just some basic things in terms of well-being: eat, eat right, have great friends like Robert and I, and 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 you know, challenge each other. In, in, in all kinds of things, you know, laughter, contemplation, analytics, so that we get a full body engagement to being healthy. Yeah. There's the way I look at it, folks, we've got many layers to all of this. And I often refer back to the fact that we've got a physical experience, we've got a mental experience, an emotional experience, and a, and a spiritual experience. Eckhart Tolle would call that, right, mental body, emotional body, spiritual body, physical body. And Eckhart throws in the pain body as well. I try not to focus too much on where the pain's coming from, but focus a little bit more on where we're going. with it. Once we get the pain, we know the pain's there. Yeah. Yes, it's very helpful to identify. If you're experiencing a, a, an emotional pain at this point in your life, it's important to identify that. But it's really important not to hang out and become an expert in it. Uh, I, I never become an expert in my maladies, in, in what's going on in my life. I become an expert of how to get myself out of that shit. Yes. <laughs> really yes. what it's about, right? And, and you know, you know, you know, interesting thing about the pain, you know, people <clears throat> want to avoid pain um, often and, and, you know, although, like you said, we don't want to dwell in pain, but if I got a toothache, that pain is serving a great purpose because it's telling me I need to get to the dentist. And I don't want to walk around with with, 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 with Novocaine and keep numbing that thing up so I don't feel the pain because eventually that tooth is going to have to come out. It's going to affect all the other teeth. And who knows? They might have to pull out all my teeth. So we don't want to get rid of and in some cases, we don't even want to dull the pain. We want to experience the pain enough for us to awaken to where the problem is. And then once I do that, now I need to start getting rid of that pain or coming up with the remedy and not just Novocaine it away, so to speak. Right. <clears throat> and this is where our, so we've got the P, the P, and now here we get the E, the engagement. Yes. Right. We have got to, and part of that is, for me at least, that engagement has to be inspired. It can't just be a, 
Aziz said, if I got a toothache, it can't just be like, give me another hit of Novocaine, baby. Uh, I can live on that stuff all weekend. It, it can't. It used to be. <laughs> right? And for many of us, it might still be that we find that the, the activities that mask or hide what's really going on. This is where addiction comes from. This, it, this is a huge part of where addiction comes from, is our unwillingness to actually engage with those painful aspects yes. of our life. Yes. With those painful aspects of our experience so that they can be healed. So we can bring those out into the light. So inspired action, transparent activity, the the listening to the intuition that says, go do this. Yeah. Don't yeah. And 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 it has to be or uh, it, it behooves us to be transparent, right? So so not to try to expose somebody or, or to get into this crazy media stuff now where, where it seems the the uh, the going way is to attack people and try to find fault. But you want the transparency so that we can begin to see what works and what doesn't work, right? Because if I'm able to look at it now, you can't sell me snake oil because I can see, oh, Robert is uh, exercising a little bit more. He's he's. He's looking a little bit more healthy. He's not getting this sick or anything. His his mental state is always kind of up there. Uh, let me ask him what he's doing. Uh, oh, I'm doing more yoga. Oh, I'm playing more frisbee, uh, golf frisbee. I'm 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 riding my bike more. Oh, maybe I need to pick up one of those habits because that's where the transparency begins to help us. It, it allows us to see what works and what doesn't work. And then we and we know for each individual is unique, so we 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 have to tune it to ourselves. But it gives us the ideas, it gives us the motivation and the insights to keep moving forward with this thing. Yeah, you bring up frisbee golf, you make me want to go play around now. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe I'll get out this afternoon. We'll see. So, it, you know, when we bring this all together. What we're finding, and Z and I were finding this earlier today, is um, you've heard me say throughout the past several months that we are in a season of <laughs> there's no question we're in the season in a season of awakening. Well, Reverend Elzia found a reference to an age of connectivity. And I agree this this is this is this experience, this global pandemic experience is moving us. I believe in even deeper into this age of connectivity, and there were three aspects. I um, share those with it. Do you have those on your sheet, Thursday? I don't. Um, I wrote them down. Good, good. <clears throat> the three main pieces are new thinking, new technology, and change agents. Yes. New thinking, new technology, and change agents. And for me, the one that points to it all is that. Uh, that new technology, that's been, I think that's actually the key. Yeah. If this, if this pandemic had happened 50 years ago, heck, 20 years ago, how much different would it have been without Facebook, without the internet, without Instagram and Twitter and all of our social connection? Mm -hmm. Because the social connection hasn't really led to transparency. If anything, it's led us to hide behind a false persona. If anything, it's led us to 
present something that maybe isn't true and isn't real. Now, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing if it, we're casting a vision of who we want to be. Mm-hmm. But if we're just hiding behind a social media account so we can attack people and blame people and, uh, and condemn people, that's not very inspired action in my opinion. No, no. So the new technology opens <laughs> the door for the new thinking, and that's where I want to send it over to my brother Z. Exactly, because because what that does, the 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 new technology allows us to really, 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 and I'm putting emphasis on that, become change agents. Because because now we can begin to uh get involved like uh, robert and i was saying earlier you know there's a the, no matter what we come up with in terms of ways to adjust and, and and attack this current pandemic there's a level of personal responsibility that has to take place i mean we've all heard about uh uh these colleges in in, in 17 states right 17 states where there are colleges uh they have had cases pop up where the young people were not being responsible. You know, you got one campus and I ain't going to call nobody out. There was one where they had 175 people and then one where they had another 130. A couple of schools have already said, we're no longer going to do on campus now. You're going back to online because you've proven at least to, 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 to somebody that you can't be responsible. And so that leads us into being change agents. If we're going to be out that we have to be responsible to ourselves and to our friends and say, look, dude, I'm not going to that party with you. If that party is more than 15 people and we can't social distance and we can't dance from a distance, I ain't going because right. you're going to put me and my whole experience of trying to get through my college life to a nil. And then, and, and that's not being a change. Well, that's a change agent, but that's the change we want. We want to change for the better that supports life and encourages us to move forward and not just get jacked up into uh to more locked in we've been locked in for six months yeah and at the rate we're going we're going to stay locked in for a while it would appear <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to blame college kids right I, no I, no no we know what that's like folks right we, we all enjoy having a good time we all enjoy i believe we all enjoy being out and connecting with friends and making new friends. And, and Z said it before, right? The hug is an integral part of our lives, that human touch, that human connection. Um, and before this, I was definitely in the hugger category. I didn't care who you were. I, you know, my, when I met anybody, it was like, I'm into hugging. If you just said a handshake, okay, you get a handshake. But anything else, you're getting a big old hug. And mm -hmm. it's just not responsible to do that anymore. No. It's not responsible to say, oh, shit, I forgot my mask, but I'm still going to go into the grocery store. No, turn around and go get the mask. Or <laughs> stop buy one in the store. Stop at <laughs> a convenience store and pick yourself up a, you know, an overpriced mask. But... We have to take that responsibility. And again, we have to do that in all of these levels. Yes. It, it isn't, this isn't a time or a place where we get to cherry pick how we show up in the world. Right. Right. Because, because what, what one thing that 
that that we have to begin to do better at, and not that we're not doing it, but I think we have to do better at is having a generous spirit, right? And having a sense of service to others. Because remember, at the base level, we all one. We live on one planet that's thoroughly connected, that that allows us to uh, interact positively or negatively, if you will. And if we can't come with a sense of service and a generous spirit to uplift everybody, then that means there's 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 trouble in the water, and and uh, you know we might have some ships sinking, and we don't want ships to sink unnecessarily or unduly. Right. Yeah. We've had enough ships sink this year. Yes. Uh, and as you've been sharing here, I, I flash back to an experience, probably five, six, eight, five, six, seven years ago now. I don't really remember exactly when it was. Um, but I do remember listening to Michael Bernard Beckwith, Reverend Michael, on the stage at Mile High Church. And at that time, he was preaching that there was a necessity for a lot of the old ways of being and the old paradigms and the old ideas of society to, to crumble. And, um, and that was so that something new could be built. I found a line, I found a line in uh, the Science of Mind textbook last year by Ernest Holmes, and it, it really touched me because in this, he, he equates God with first cause. So the oneness, the allness, the everything of life is this one cause, first cause. And what he says is, this first cause, this self-existent cause, is always taking on form so that it may have an experience and then abandoning that form so that a new experience may, may build up, rise up in that place. Yes. Yes. I and, believe, and, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I believe we're seeing that. <clears throat> across the board everywhere 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 and i really do believe the way through that is through this thing called personal responsibility and 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 that you know i was chomping at the bit there because you just made me made me think about there's a there's this book by ernest holmes called this thing called you and it speaks to the essence of who we are and, 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 and how we tap into the one source, the one mind, the one creative spirit. And, and that when we do that with a sense of, of service and reverence and, and love and connection and self-esteem, then, the, then, then it's, it's like the old, old, old open sesame. Yeah. Open says to me is what that's saying. I'm saying open. I want the spiritual world. I want the economic world, the health world. Open says to me because I know I'm tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to the divine mind of God. And there's nothing that can't be dealt with when I do that. True. True that, brother. Amen. Nothing that can't be done when we are truly 
tuned in, turned on, and tap, tapped in and turned on. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the essence of PPE, right? It's basically saying find your personal protective gear, whatever that is. Like you said, some people may not be in the prayer. Some people may not be in the meditation. Well, maybe you, you like hiking or biking or contemplation, any of those things where it allows you to step into a little bubble of silence or, or observance of what's around you and be able to reflect on that. Because that's when we begin to get in touch with the essence of all things. And when we do that, if we, we, we tap into that divine mind that is in nature that says, like right now, fall, fall is in the air. Wherever you are right now, I'm sure you can sense fall. The weather is getting a little cool in the morning and evening. The leaves on the trees are changing. The, the, the animal activity is changing. And so that same thing with us. So as I begin to observe, I know now is it time to go in. It's the time to do it in some inward preparation for, for the season, which is a personal protection. That's my PPE. Find my spiritual and physical and mental and emotional needs. And like the squirrel, I'm going to pack a little bit of that stuff away. So when it gets low and it will get low, I can go to my storehouse and pull a few things out. Yeah. Amen. Amen there. You know, uh, that reminds me, I keep a uh, right here, right handy. I keep a personal prayer book. Mm. And people write in, people send me messages. Hey, pray for this, pray for that. They end up in the book, especially if I don't have time to pray right there at that moment. Nice. <laughs> and obviously, that reminds you know a minister that's too busy to pray is far too busy than than far busier than God ever intended. So <laughs> I do my best to pray every moment, and I still put them in the book. Mm -hmm. That way, when I do feel depleted, when I am questioning my own faith, when I am in that place of why in the world am I doing this again, I can open that book and look and say, and look at all the people whose lives have changed. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to become a minister. You don't have to do right. We, we're not even encouraging that as a, as a career any longer. Uh, <laughs> what we're encouraging is that personal practice. Yeah. That that is personal, personal to you uh, and serves you. Mm -hmm. Gone are the days when you have to do it the preacher's way. Gone are the days when the nun's going to smack you over the knuckles for saying a word wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw a meme yesterday that was obviously a very, very old teaching on affirmative prayer uh, because it said the only true prayer refers to God as Father. You're like, oh boy, we don't we don't even use that language anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's where we were born from. Anyway, what I wanted to share was part of, uh, and then we're being cognizant we're about out of time here, folks. So, at the end of the day, we've got to have personal responsibility. It has to be built on spiritual practice, and it has to be aligned with a healthy lifestyle. And we have to be involved. Yes. Yes. In the and spiritual living, we have a thing called our global vision. And in that, one of the stanzas says, we envision a world where personal responsibility joins with social conscience in every area of the political, corporate, academic, and social sectors. Listen to that again. We envision a world where personal responsibility joins with social conscience. That's the engagement part. Mm-hmm. In every area of the political, 
corporate, academic, and social sectors, I don't know why we left spiritual out of there, providing sustainable structures to further the emerging global consciousness. Our work is about creating and providing these sustainable structures. And we have to start within in order to create structure out in the world. Yes. And, 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 and that speaks in my mind, you know, that capstones it. And like, what we need now is change agents. Like you said, we're not, this is not calling everybody to be a minister. We need a bunch of change agents. And I wanted to just read this first sentence, first paragraph, if you will, in this thing called you. It says, you, like all others, are seeking the joy of living. You wish to be needed, to be loved, to be included in the great drama of life. This urge is in every individual. It is in everything. The roles exist to express beauty. And that's what we're being compelled to do. We ought to be artists of our lives and take a slab of granite and carve an angelic figure out of that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, there we are. We find ourselves at the same question week after work, what week after week, what is mine to do? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we could answer that for you, we would. We could sit here for another hour exploring that. Uh, and what we trust and what we know is, you know what's yours to do. Intuitively, within you, there is this one source we call God. There is this oneness. And you have direct access to all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the insight, all the inspiration that is necessary for you to complete the mission you're here to complete. So we're going to we're going to get out of here for the morning. We're going to let you get to doing that, get to being out there and, and creating this world you truly a life you truly desire. I want to say yes. real quick to the New Thought Media Network. New Thought Media Network is the most positively inspiring media network on the planet. And we are here. They make sure we are here every Friday, Friday mornings for this program. And, you know, that only happens thanks to the contributions, the donations, the ties, the gifts, the offerings of viewers and listeners like you. There's a, a link in the comment box or in the uh, description box. Please do click that link and drop something in the bucket for us. So, Z, uh, we're going to run a little, uh, a minute over or so today. But uh, hey, you know what the heck? It, it's live. It's live broadcast. We can do it. Yes, yes. Uh, final thoughts before we go today. Well, I, I, my, my final thought quickly is find your lane and stay in that lane. Whether this is you know, spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical lane that you can inspire others, get in that lane and inspire somebody to live a connected, loving life. Mm. That's what we got, folks. <laughs> I like that. Stay in your lane. All right. Well, thank you, Brother Z, for being with us. Thank you all for being with us. We're out of here for this week. We're a couple of ministers talking shit. Until next Friday, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Love, light, and insight. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>